You got the chill. The chill, chill, chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. But at least I'm calling it out. I'm recognizing yes, self-awareness the is the first, most important human quality. That's the first <laughs> step towards realizing you're an idiot is accepting you're an idiot. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Well, enough pickle tickling. What? <laughs> we weren't doing that during the break. You freak. Whoa. Huh? What is going on? <laughs> HR. It's Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. I'm Alex Strofe alongside the Olympic HR Hamilton and Rutledge. <laughs> we'll take care of any complaints that you send in. <laughs> Could you imagine if Jim Rutledge worked in human resources? Oh, if we just switched our name around, we could be HR. Violations. Yeah. Molly Brown with us, Ryan Wollersheim, helping out running the show. So I try not always to do this, but it seems to be a common theme with Jim Rutledge whenever he's on vacation. He posts things on Twitter about what he's up to during vacation. He wants to keep the listeners and, and his friends in the loop of what he does during vacation. This morning, Jim Rutledge tweeted, quote, two books read and two full days on vacation. Crazy how much easier it is to read with, with no work or housework. Son of Fletch is next. So he finished Animal Farm by George Orwell. Good book. And then, cool. he, and then he read another book called Who Moved My Cheese? An amazing way to deal with change in your work and in your life. So, oh, so it's not a child's book. No, but I'm curious why Jim is reading that. Someone moved the cheese on him. <laughs> Have you heard that phrase before? No, but super applicable here in Wisconsin. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Animal Farm's a great book. I can't give him a hard time on that one. I think I read that in like sixth grade. That makes sense. So is it a children's book or is it an adult book? No, it's... Because I feel like there's like adult themes. It's not a very high reading level, I don't think. But like, it's still a good book. It's George Orwell, one of the greatest authors of all time. Why are you rolling your eyes at me? Don't try to like preach to me about yeah. authors that like you pretend to read three books. Other authors. <laughs> J.K. Rowling. Okay. Oh. It's Harry Potter, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, what's the big one that all the women read right now? She has like a million books out. You guys know uh, what I'm no, talking don't about? Don't say it. He's got a uh, name. No, no, no. I know what he's talking about. I don't know what they are. What, what is, I know what the is her name, name of her name. What is her name? I'm not going to give it. I don't even know what the name no, of the books but are. It's, I, it's for sure it's Jane Austen. No, not Jane Austen. Not What? What? Not who I'm talking about. Oh, okay. She's what more common. About? Text it in. You know what I'm talking about. She, she's a huge author right now. 844-770-3776. Then there's uh, 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 Margaret uh, Ivanovich, right? That's, that's an author. I think my I mom mean, honestly, her. none of us are going to be able to do yeah. I'm not sure why you guys so, all keep looking to me for this. You, read, I you look, look like the one that reads. Read. What, what makes you think I read? Because I have glasses? Because, yes! Well, <laughs> certainly. <laughs> he must read. Why else would he need those things? Sure, why else would he voluntarily no, 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 wear no. them? Shortly after Ryan Wollersheim became a producer at ESPN Wisconsin, 
He was on Scalzo and Brust. Oh, yeah. Ben Brust asked him, what is the most interesting thing about you? <laughs> and I was I was sitting in the same room as yeah, Ryan doing some work. And he pulled a show. book out of his backpack and said, I've been reading this really interesting book. That was not the first thing I said. That that came Second? multiple days later. That well, was fourth or fifth. It was still like. It was the same oh, day. Hold on. Let me think about. Let me think about what makes me interesting. Oh. <laughs> this book I'm reading is super interesting. I've been reading this riveting novel, actually. Brian, the novel has nothing to do with you. It's Thank not you. what makes you interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this was after I said I had gone on a trip over spring break to the city of New Orleans. So, look, I was grasping for any straw I could find at this time, Matt. What I found in my backpack was the next most interesting thing yeah, about and me. Basically, what we're getting at is when we say... When we're talking books and look to you for guidance, you shouldn't be surprised. Okay, well, Stokely <laughs> brought up books that all the women have been reading. I, I don't think you. that that would I know, be I know what you're talking about. All the gals I'm in our office for. have been reading these books. I'm not kidding. I can't find you out the names, but I personally don't have those names. What is her name? Stro- I'm really, Long story short, I'm really struggling Stro- with this. Stroke not name for... Four authors. So the fact that you Molly rolled her eyes at you and you called her out for it, I think is some booty there, Alex. <laughs> I'm surprised you were able to pull the one author out. J.K. Rowling was that's Harry Potter. Did I already yeah, ask yeah, that? Yeah, okay. that was good. Yeah, I'm not good at authors. Uh, nonetheless, uh, so Ryan, let's just talk on the air for a second. Jason Wilder needs to move back to 3:30. Is that correct? Uh, at least 3:30, it appears. He is in a meeting right now. I'm not sure of what kind, but he'll have to push back for now. He I, might I come hope he's just chilling with Goody. Later in the hour. I, was, I, I hope he's going to give us a scoop. Ooh. I wonder if he's just hanging with Mark Murphy. Murph. Oh. Is he hanging with Murph? If he's hanging out with Mark Murphy over talking to me, I would be very mad at Jason Wilde. What? Really? Why? No, I would much rather have him just check in later. Because Jason knows my feelings on Mark Murphy. Okay, not a fan. Your, you're not a fan? They, I'm probably the world's largest Mark Murphy. I don't want to say hater. Because that sounds a little strong. I don't hate Mark Murphy. I'm sure he's a fine guy. critic. I, I'm a big critic. Yeah, that's a good word choice. Good word choice. Speaking of critics, um, I can't figure out who that author is. So uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, we're just going to go ahead and. You were never going to name four authors. It's fine. No, that's all I had. Yeah. Um, J.K. Rowling. And- if you said name three authors, I would name J.K. Rowling and George Orwell. I thought for sure you would get like. George R. R. Martin, Stephen King, Stephen like one King. of the most prolific authors Stephanie, of all time. Yeah. yeah, Stephanie Meyer, isn't that Twilight? Stephanie Meyer, Stephanie Meyer. No e- every time you guys That's give a response, Twilight, you right? just look to me. Every time, like I've read every single book. I, I will figure this out in the break, uh, but nonetheless. All right, so what are we doing next, then, Ryan? We're going to talk about joint practices next. Yeah, we have because we we've have. never done that yet. We have not gotten to joint practices yet, and they have joint practices with the Patriots this week. I think those are some really interesting Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott. Elliott, yes. He's a mm-hmm. Patriot. Yep. People forget. Dalvin Cooks is a Jet. That happened today, didn't it? That did yep. happen today. Uh, got, Colleen Hoover! It's Colleen Hoover! <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea who you're talking about. It's Colleen what Hoover. Are the, what are those books called, though? There's a million of them. Yes. There's a million of them. They're very popular. All right, anyway, off that stupid note, Matt Hamilton, I'm Alex Strofe, the idiot, uh, resident idiot currently, <laughs> alongside Molly Brown. Ryan it Wollerstein. starts with us. Help us. Look at that. Only an hour and 15 minutes in, and I lost my big idiot title, and Strofe took it back. <laughs> ah, well, I so had it for a day and a half. We'll, we'll have more to pass around shortly. Yeah. I got to tell you about my friends over at... 
Door County Distillery, locally produced, handcrafted, and award-winning spirits. Nobody does it like Door County Distillery. Great vodkas, great gins, great bourbon, great anything. Brandy, cherry brandy. Can't forget about that. Love the cherry brandy. Everything Door County Distillery does is amazing. They're award-winning for a reason. And you can find them right here in the Madison area, wherever you pick up great spirits. Head over to DoorCountyDistillery.com. Find the retailer nearest you, as well as all those uh, unique cocktail recipes that you can find for free. Win over any gathering. Football season's coming up fast. Find some great fall festivals, some great summer drinks. The cherry blossom's terrific. You can get it all over at DoorCountyDistillery.com. Jason in a car in Sun Prairie wants to chime in. Let's go to him. Jason in a car. You're on Rutledge and Hamilton. What's up, Jason in a car? How's your car? Uh, it sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> so do strokes until today. <laughs> so the author is Colleen Hoover. Um, yes. My wife's read like 20 of her books. Now, where did she come from, Jason? Because I feel like she's just blasted onto the scene the last years. I see her books everywhere. My girlfriend's been reading them. Shows you how much I pay attention. But she's been <laughs> everywhere. Is she newer or has she been around a while? I don't know i just know my wife buys the books off amazon reads them real quick and returns them oh that's genius hey that is such a good idea <laughs> I, i've never even thought of that are you gonna be put on like a then, uh, then cannot like, return list then though? it forces you to like read the book no. too like quickly true that's I, I don't know she just they've never they've never had a problem with it so I'm the one who always returns their stuff to the UPS store. So, oh my god, there gosh. you go. They, they, they know Jason in a car by name over at the local oh, UPS man. store. Thanks <laughs> for the call, Jason. It's Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. All right, we're done talking. Colleen Hoover. She's she's uh, she's done enough in her life. She's 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 made a lot of money the last few years. Is all I know. She's everywhere. <laughs> that's that's the author I was thinking of ten minutes ago. All right, we'll talk joint prices next. It's Rutledge and Hamilton. <laughs> You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by Coors Light, Alex Strofe, Molly Brown, the Olympic gold medalist Matt Hamilton with you. Hello. Over the course of the next two days, Ryan Wollersheim helping us out all week long running the show. Great start to the week, guys. Yeah, Honestly, you've yeah. done I, an awful job. I'm not awful. <laughs> Look, there's been a lot to thing. try and wrangle right now. All right, give me give me a little bit of credit. What do you mean by that? Well, I have three hosts, none of which can stay on topic. I have people calling me, Jason in a car calling me, while Jason will be also texting me about the meeting he's in and when he'll be joining the show. There's and I'm trying to operate a video stream along with an audio stream. Hold on, hold on. Time out, time out. Molly, me and you for a second here. Yes. All right. So you and I came up together as producers um, at ESPN Madison. Um, Does he have the right to complain? He's on his cell phone right now. Who's Probably Jason Wildey. That would Probably. make sense. That would make sense. Um, <laughs> Jason okay. Wildey's canceling on us, I bet. I don't think he'd do it via phone call, though. Maybe. Via. Good use of the word via there, Interesting. I might Anyways, what were you going to say? Does I he was... have any right to what? Complain? Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like these are bare minimum expectations going on back there. You know, being a producer is a lot harder now than it was in my day. That's fair. <laughs> I, I wouldn't disagree with that. So I don't know if Why I have easy. the right to I complain just think you about should know Ryan. How to do your job. 
Hold on. Look, but hold you on. should not be the pause. one. Hold on. Look. Let's take a pause right now. Ryan, He's I'm, I'm going to bat for you. You just sit down. Okay. Let me help you out there, buddy. <laughs> Alex Strofe. <laughs> yes. Oh, he boy. is not three years into the game and coming out here. There's not expectations for this guy like we do might have for someone who's been starting or been in a program for three years. These expectations <laughs> that he's just got to be able to do the bare minimum, not there yet. You know what I mean? You should see his All face of a right sudden, now. Mr. Alex Strofe doesn't feel like that when you when you have exp- have no experience, you should. There's certain expectations you should meet. But with a certain Jordan love, you <laughs> meet set expectations. You're feeling better about it every day. Ryan, you know what? You haven't changed a bit. You've been doing the exact same thing you've been doing for the last six months. I'm totally looking more positively towards the future for you because it's the exact same thing. That's the Alex Strofe mentality when you're reading talent. R- Am I at least like calling it out? I'm recognizing yes, self-awareness it. is the first, most important human quality. That's the first step towards realizing you're an idiot is accepting you're an idiot. I think you're going a little easy on Jordan Love if you're going to be this hard on Ryan Wolersheim. I'm going to allow Ryan to respond. I don't think he liked anything you just said. No, that was extremely condescending, <laughs> patronizing, and well, just I mean, belittling, actually. I didn't like any single piece of that. Let um, me go to bat for you. I'm just going to dunk on you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what, Matt? Why don't you and I switch chairs, and then we can have the conversation. I would love to see, to see how you and I think. But yes. I, mean, I have not learned a lick of producing. Back in the day, we allowed Bruss to run the board once, and that was a train wreck. Even just like Matt answering a phone, I think oh, that I, might do. I you run in. in there and answer phones. I like volunteer. For yeah, and he answer. doesn't realize it makes it harder on me when it, when he just says, "Hello, Rutledge and Hamilton, you've won." That's all I want to do. <laughs> Your hair just now. Yeah, you're looking like Jimmy Neutron. No, Timmy Turner. <laughs> he does. All you need wow. is a hat, a pink hat. <laughs> What's in the air today? I don't know, but I like it. Who called you on your cell phone? Was it Wildy? Uh, no, it was not Wildy. <laughs> Who are you answering the phone <laughs> for? I wasn't sure. Order. I didn't know if it was important or not. I didn't know if Wildy was calling me from another another number. I'm what, trying Mark to keep Murphy's every... office phone. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Look, long story short, it was someone from the Kentucky Derby trying to reach out to me. So, excuse me. Yeah, someone from the Kentucky Derby. Uh, my brother. Who I am the best man at his wedding next year. He's getting married next June. I was in Cincinnati this past weekend to see him and his fiance. Yeah, Cincinnati's in Ohio. Cincinnati is in Ohio, but it's very close to Louisville, Kentucky, which is why I thought, you know, maybe the perfect bachelor party for my brother would be the Kentucky Derby in 2024. <laughs> Therefore, I reached out to try and get in contact with a travel agent, see if I could set up some sort of group ticket deal, and he decided to finally reach out to me three days later, right in the middle of Rutledge and Hamilton. So what did you tell him? So he's I told planning him, a bachelor uh, party during their show. Um, not no, not planning a bachelor party. I essentially it's, it's, planned. Planned. it's, planned. it's done. We got to figure it out. Me and him, we got it all figured out in those fifteen seconds. <laughs> no, I actually just told them. Uh, I kind of just said, you know, um, excuse me, I just can't talk right now. Goodbye. Yeah. Wow. That what was else was fastest. I supposed to say? Wait, that was the fastest out you've ever had, right? Was that phone <laughs> call? Wait, but can for, we for a guy that talks for a really long time? That's impressive. Hi, Can we excuse just... me, you're Thank you. calling during my radio show, you know, Rutledge and Hamilton from 2 to 4, and the thing is, I can't talk right now, so I'm going to have to hang up right now. 
Wait, can we just commend Ryan going to the Kentucky Derby for a bachelor party? That's a pretty That's dope awesome. bachelor party plan. That is oh, awesome. It's a great well, idea. Plans. It's an idea. It's a There's great no idea. solid plans yet, as you well, can see. Well, that's because we rushed wow. you through your call. But yeah, wow. so now it's not happening anymore. <laughs> it's a great idea. <laughs> All right, Ryan. You're on the right if track. You, if you need to step outside and call this fella back, I will happily take Strobe over step for you. in. I'll probably call him back after the show. That was the test, look, and you passed. Look, I wanted to make sure I was prepared if Jason Worley was going to be coming out at any point in the show, so I didn't oh. want to miss any calls. We might be getting to him next. I'm still not sure. <laughs> we will see. I, am, I, I will do my best to keep things on the rails for the last... 30 minutes of the show. Uh, to be honest, if I was expecting a call from the Kentucky Derby, <laughs> but also running a radio show, I'd, oh, air, Kentucky area code could be Jason Wilde, or maybe he's calling from Mark Murphy's phone. Better pick this up. Look, you like, never I know, Matt. You, you never know. I would, that is the excuse of a lifetime to take whatever oh. call you want, dude. You, we, we gave you a free pass. And I even... While you were on the phone, I was like, oh, it's probably Jason Wildey. And you could have just been like, yep, that was Jason. We'll talk to him later. You could have gotten out of it. I love your so honesty what today. Area even code? I'm, not I'm not gonna lie. Been what, digging you deeper. What area code popped up on your phone that you were like, Yeah, well I should probably take this. <laughs> Maybe it's Jason. I was actually seven oh four area code from Lylesville, North Carolina. So it's not even anywhere so near calling me. <laughs> Why in your brain did it go? Panthers need a quarterback. Maybe that's that's Jason Wildey calling from Charlotte, North Carolina. Lylesville. No, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm just doing my best. Um, Matt LaFleur. From now on, if anyone calls you the rest of the show, you just put them through. We'll talk to him. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh, we should have planned a bachelor party on the air. For his brother, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I could call him back. We got plenty of show left. Matt LaFleur talked earlier this week. Matt LaFleur talked earlier this week. Strofe, what'd he say? About interacting with Bill Belichick, the head coach of the New England Patriots. We're coming to town for joint practices. Uh, tomorrow and Thursday, and uh, prior to Saturday's preseason game at Lambeau Field, LaFleur had this to say about working with the greatest coach of all time in Bill Belichick. He's been, he's been great. Uh, we you know, had a couple back and forth in terms of the schedule and still finalizing all the details, but for the most part, it, it's, been part it's been pretty smooth, and you know, he's arguably the best to ever do it, so I thought it was it would be in our best interest to try to you know learn a few things from him. Um, you know, I've always admired how the team their team has played. Haven't gone against them many times. Um, having them here last year, I thought just specifically on the defense side of the ball, I thought they did a really good job of attacking the football. Probably as good as anybody we played last year. So wanted to just kind of see their practice habits and how they go about their business. <laughs> do, do we want to read what the tweet? Wrong do we want to read the tweet? We got to read the tweet. <laughs> yes. Sadler on Twitter says, no, when no. Ryan gets married, his bachelor party will be at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't fully understand what that even means. 
but <laughs> no, me neither. I, I just I, uh, honestly wouldn't put it past you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh come on, it's gonna be out of Barnes and Noble. It'll, it'll be out of. <laughs> All right, Matt LaFleur there. Now, uh, getting back to actual sports talk for just a moment. Uh, <laughs> we take a break from our normal comedy show for some sports talk. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Brad Nortman, who I work with each and every Monday on the Great Dane Huddle, which you can find wherever you get your podcasts, talked a little bit yesterday about the Patriots and the Packers and the positiveness, the positivity, if you will, of doing joint practices with a guy like Bill Belichick, which Nortman had the opportunity to do when he was a Jaguar. Uh, the year that the Jaguars and Patriots played in the AFC Championship game, they also did two days of joint practices together. And he said that Belichick just goes all in, right? Like, this is not your normal joint practice where maybe things will get chippy, where things will be short. Like, Belichick's going to run all over you. He's going to test you. And he, he felt as if the Jaguars improved significantly due to those joint practices with the Patriots back in 2017, I believe that was. So when it comes to a young team like the Packers, and the, the Patriots by no mean are the Patriots of the mid-2000s and 2010s, but they are still a very well-coached team by, debatably, as Matt LaFleur said, the greatest to ever do it. So I do view these joint practices as a terrific opportunity for not only Jordan Love, but the entirety of this young offense, and even the defense, who, who on paper should be very good in 2023. Do you think Bill Belichick goes out in like these uh, joint practices and tries to like expose a young quarterback? Because that's like his, no, been his big the, thing. His record against first-time starters and in like regular season football is insane. He absolutely takes advantage of guys that don't know defense and how to read them, and then Bill Belichick throws seven different kinds of smoke so these guys just have no clue what's coming. Do you think that this Bill Belichick coming here for this joint practice might expose Jordan Love, which at this point it would be good. I'm, I'm hoping he does. I'm hoping he gives... Jordan, all the smoke he's got, so, so he can, again, I think these joint practices have more merit for Jordan Love's progression than a preseason game does. I, I appreciate your athlete mentality on it, right? Like, show me where I'm bad, and that way I can work on it, is, is kind of your thought process kind of, here, I feel like. but do you like? think the Patriots, like, going out, they, they have nothing to gain by showing yeah, the just, weakness of their quarterback, I just, of the other guy's quarterback. I just so, don't like, love the, the, the word expose. Because it makes it makes him sound like a total fraud. Okay, so I, not I think exposed, more so, but maybe is it find what chinks in the armor there might be. Sure, right, right. And, like, where is Jordan Love? Where are his weaknesses? Yeah, and I get that. Because um, it's I, I'm not I, even I hope looking so, for I guess. talent. I'm saying like, can he throw out a defense that looks like a cover two? Maybe force a batted play, run out with a cover two again, and all of a sudden it's a totally different look, and Jordan Love doesn't get his protection right, and he, you know, he would have taken a sack in practice. I'm like, those are the kind of things I want him to learn. So you, you Reading want, the defense, I don't care if he's throwing the ball. What if he plays really well? That's great. Okay. But then I'm curious, do you think, is Bill Belichick throwing smoke at him, or is he just giving you, here's the base defense, we're just trying to get familiar no, with our that. defensive playbook? No, because that'd be neglecting his team as well though wouldn't it but, well no yeah. not if they're just trying to get like a defensive-minded coach is not going to throw nothing out there okay right? i'm like, just saying the defense right now and especially new england they're still a fairly young team just getting the base defense down before you start throwing in wrinkles might be where they're at so that's why i was just wondering like do they try and go hard and 
they learn about their defense. They were like Packers can learn more about what they have in Jordan Love against a defense that's going for it. Like I do think that these practices are more beneficial than 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 a preseason because yeah, you can run it back. You can be like, hey, that play didn't go well. Let's set it up again. Right? And that that's where you can learn and improve and try and actually make a change on the mistake you just made. So I'm just curious, and maybe this is a question for Wildy later, is like how hard is this other defense going and how many tricks slash wrinkles is Bill Belichick throwing into these defenses in their 7-on-7s or 11-on-11s? Because we need progression out of Jordan Love. I think 10 passes in a preseason game isn't going to give him the reps he needs. This is where he's going to get these reps. And I, what kind of defense is he going against? Is he going to 70% defense with a base look? Or are these guys going 90% with all the different looks that Bill Belichick can think of because they're working on one. the playbook? Yeah, me too. One. Certainly do too. Do you think that Matt LaFleur will be approaching <clears throat> Bill Belichick with questions of how to make a backup quarterback be pretty dang good like Bailey Zappi was last year? I mean, maybe, but... <laughs> Uh, the first coach I hope is going up to Bill Belichick is Barry. Joe Barry. Hello. Hi. Nice yeah. to meet yeah. you. Tell me everything you know very quickly. Teach me defense, please. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you're good at this thing called defense. I'm supposed to be too. Let's, let's teach, compare notes. Teach me everything you know, please. So, like, honestly, if anyone's talking to Bill Belichick, that's who I want to talk I, I to. I love Bill that. Belichick. I love that. He's Matt Hamilton, Molly Brand, Alex Grove with you. It is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. No Jim Rutledge this week. He's off on vacation reading books, but he is still here in spirit. Tell you about our friends over at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. More after this. It's Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Go be a winner at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. Nearly $12 million in jackpots last month alone. What are you waiting for? Go be a winner. Get some money for football season. Whatever it is that you want to add to your slush fund, Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison is a great place to go because that's where winners go. Biggest jackpot this year, nearly $250,000. Go be one of the winners at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year, Jason Wilby. I'm not in a mood for drama with my Jason. Why are you always trying to stir stuff up, Jason? Is on Rutledge and Hamilton. I don't know if I will go as far as you will. With Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. <laughs> All right, boys. All right. There we good. Presented by Coors Light. As much as I love the Foo Fighters that play Jason Wilde in each and every week, I've got to know about this pink experience at American Family Field last night as the three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year. Jason Wilde joins us here on Rutledge and Hamilton. Alex Strofe, Matt Hamilton, Molly Brown with you. Jason, uh, I heard you talk a little bit about it this morning on Wilde and Tausch with Gary Ellerson, but give me the rundown. How was the experience at pink at American Family Field last night? Uh, first of all, hello to the three-person booth. Uh, excited that uh, Matt Hamilton is part of it because he's not always. That's not always the case when I'm on. Very true. Uh, secondly, I've been here a lot with Jason waiting. lately. It's been great. Yeah, I, I, you know, you know, I love you, man, yeah. and I only give you a hard time for all the times you miss my appearances uh, because it's not as fun when you're not there. So it's <laughs> done out of love, and I'm glad you're there today. Uh, also. Sorry to keep you guys waiting. I had a, a meeting that I had to attend, and so I'm sorry to keep you waiting. I, was it with I Mark Murphy? Yeah, would you like to shine any was, light? It was not with uh, anyone with the uh, Packers organization, but 
um, it was it was uh, it was forcing me to miss my time with you, and I apologize for that. So thanks for accommodating me. Now, Pink, Pink, best concert I've ever been to. Most entertaining wow. spectacle. Like I, I, I think she's a really talented musician. She's got a great singing voice. I'm, I've always been a fan of her music. Not as big of a fan as Paula and the girls have been, but the spectacle of her show. I mean, she was flying around in the sky on like a zip line inside Amfam Field. That's like it was absurd. ridiculous. Uh, and as someone who thinks. You know, he tries to avoid his children uh, doing anything risky. I was a little bit nervous throughout that <laughs> portion of the program, uh, but she was—I mean, she was absolutely <laughs> awesome. And and uh, our buddy Josh DiMaggio in Milwaukee sent me a note while I was talking about it. He he apparently saw Taylor Swift, and it just the the level of entertainment value of these uh, pop concerts and just all the things that are going on at them. It's a lot different than, you know, when I go see our friend Matt Carney and he's in the middle of the stage with a guitar, right? And it's a smaller venue, and that has an awesome feeling, too, to it. But uh, I've seen a bunch of stadium shows and nothing I've seen, including seeing you 2 twice in a stadium, uh, ha- has been as full-on entertaining and fun as Pink was yesterday, and and for me, the other thing is is that the and I said this, and I know it sounds hokey, but it's the absolute truth. Like seeing Paula and the girls, I mean, they were so like off the charts happy and just beaming with joy. Uh, our buddy Greg Scalzo helped me secure the tickets for them. It was it was awesome. Like I I I, I didn't admit this because I'm not as close with Gary Ellerson as I am with Tausch, and Tausch was off today, almost as often as Matt <laughs> Hamilton's off. Um, but, like, I got, I got, I teared up. I did, like, I was watching them and seeing how happy and how into it they were and knowing how much it meant to the three of them. There's nothing better than Molly, you're a new mom, you get this. Uh, there is nothing better than seeing the people that you love the most feeling really happy. So that brought me a ton of happiness. So all in all, it was an awesome night, even though we got back at 1.44 a.m. Woof, uh, that is way past your bedtime. Yeah. Yes, it is. I'm uh, an old man. La- right. Last thing on Pink, and then we'll go to Packers. Uh, best song she played for you, and I'm not asking anybody else's opinion, but Jason Wildes, what was the best song she played, in your opinion? So uh, I, am, I am a concert nerd, so I opened up a uh, note. Uh, Here we go. So <laughs> did you did you submit this to setlist.fm, Jason? Which is a great website, it by the says, way. Oh, I didn't know that existed. I will now. Uh, it's the Pink Setlist. Um, she sings. Uh, she. I, I respect the heck out of her because, unlike <laughs> Michael Jordan, once upon a time, who had the famous line about how Republicans buy uh, sneakers too. She has her political position, and she makes no apologies for it. So there's a song she sings called Irrelevant that is really good. Um, But for me, there's a song that she sings about her dad called When I Get There. And it was one of the slower songs. And that may have been another time where I maybe cheered up. So it was... It was an emotional roller coaster, frankly. Uh, sure sounds like my it. Two sure sounds like yeah. it. Jason Wildey with us. But the I'm all better now, and I'm overtired and being annoying with you guys. <laughs> so when you when you say that, 
you pulled your notes out. I'm imagining Jason Wildy at like a baseball game doing the scores, <laughs> right? Like that's two strikes and three. Totally. <laughs> that's what totally. it feels like that's when you say you took dirt. notes during a concert. Uh, so I am curious. I am hoping you're taking notes during uh, Packers practices, uh, especially these joint ones. I have a curious question about joint practices. How mm, great? How hard is that? Uh, opposing defense going like is Jordan Love getting anything close to game speed is he getting any sort of like wrinkles in defense so he actually has to read something how how yeah. like game applicable are these joint practices so you guys uh, and and if you haven't heard me tell this story I'm not sure how that's possible considering how many times I tell this story but not everyone listens every day to every show so um, in 2019 when they first had uh, joint practices under the floor. They, the last time before that had been in 2005, and Rogers famously, after the Houston Texans came to town in 19, said it's been uh, 14 years since I've had joint practices, and I hope it takes another 14 to do it again. Uh, he hated them. And the reason he hated them was because Chuck Pagano was the defensive coordinator for the Chicago Bears, who were the Packers' opening game matchup for the regular season. Chuck Pagano's brother was a linebacker's coach for the Texans. And so Matt LaFleur admitted that during those practices, he basically did vanilla stuff like you would do in a preseason game because he didn't want Chuck Pagano's brother filling the beans on everything the Packers ran and sending them film and whatever else. Okay, So that's what pissed Rodgers off. The beauty of these practices, Matt, and the reason why they are so valuable is because you don't have to do that. The The rest of the league doesn't have the film access to these practices. So you can run your scheme. Uh, you can't hit the quarterback. He's still in the red protective jersey. But beyond that, you, you can do all the things that you would do in a real game so you can evaluate your players, so you can see what happens with your scheme, so you can see how effective your quarterback is with against different looks or which plays work and which ones don't and which ones he likes and which ones he doesn't. It's incredibly valuable. And so I would argue that what we're going to see tomorrow and Thursday for Jordan Love is more valuable than what he'll do on Saturday against the Patriots in the game. As long as you're utilizing it that way. And and even Rodgers, being the old grouchy old man that he is, acknowledged in 21 and 22 when they had the Jets here in 21 and they had the Saints here last year that it was a lot more valuable to him and and he had to acknowledge that it was useful because of what you just talked about. As long as you do those things, as long as you run your stuff offensively and defensively, as long as Jordan Love gets to go against the Patriots defense running the kind of defense that they would run in a game that counted – so they're sending blitzes, they're disguising coverages, all those things. It's incredibly valuable, and that's why I'm so much looking forward to tomorrow and Thursday. And you do think that's the case most of the time, because I, I hear what you're saying, and I, I agree. I think I do think that these joint practices are more important than the preseason right now for Jordan Love. But is there any reason that Bill Belichick would pull a punch the way Matt LaFleur did? Against um, Pagano's brother? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think so. Like you know, there's kind of a gentleman's agreement, um, and obviously in 21, you know, Matt Lafleur stood up and 
Salah's wedding. Salah stood up in his wedding. Like they're best friends. Like that. That's uh, they. They were not going to screw each other over and like call Kyle Shanahan and tell Kyle Shanahan what the other was running. Right. I mean, it, I guess there's a little bit of a trust fall. Some might say. Right. Reference uh, involved there, but no. As long as you, I, I think 2019 was the outlier. And and look, you're seeing. You're seeing all these teams doing them, right? The the uh, Browns just finished their second practice with the Eagles today, I think. Um, the Packers actually doing two sets this year, one practice with the Bengals the other day, and now these two coming up tomorrow. Um, the reason why these are expanding and are becoming much more prevalent are, A, you can run your stuff without it being on film for the rest of the league, and, B, your quarterback is in a lot less danger. You don't take away the risk. There could still be something goofy that could happen and a quarterback could get hurt. But it's not like the preseason where, you know, before at least two of you on this panel were born, I think, uh, Brett Favre was at Camp Randall Stadium playing against the Denver Broncos, and he broke his thumb on John Mobley's helmet, and it was during the 99 preseason, and he played with a broken thumb all year, which, because he was Brett Favre, was used as an excuse for his performance, whereas when Aaron Rodgers had a broken thumb, he's just a problem. <laughs> not that I'm bitter about people ignoring that. Last no, year. not at I, all. I just I thought that was a disservice to him. Yeah, uh, we're chatting with Jason Wildy. You can hear him weekdays nine to noon on Wildy and Tausch across ESPN Wisconsin. Jason, my last question for you: This will be the first time that you're getting to see Jordan Love this preseason in person in game. Close to game action, I guess we can say. Uh, what's going to be the biggest thing that you're looking at when evaluating, quote-unquote, uh, Jordan Love this weekend on Saturday against the Patriots? Uh, I, I am always interested in his uh, process processing. Um, what was it? Intel that used to do the commercials with do-do-do-do. That's the one. Um, I, I'm I'm really curious if he's got like the Pentium processor going right, and if he's able to <laughs> go through his progressions quickly and make good decisions. Um, you know, I, again, I I think this offense is designed to make that part of it easy for a young quarterback. That's why the you know Brock Purdy's of the world and the Jared Goffs of the world over the years. That's why they were able to be successful in this scheme, and I think. That's what helps Jordan, but he still has to be decisive. I still use Lafleur's line about indecisive equals ineffective all the time. So he's got to be decisive, and he's got to throw. He, he can't miss throws. He can't miss the easy ones like he missed to Musgrave last week. Jason, tomorrow's Wednesday, which means you're stuck with me. I'll talk to you at 9 a.m. Thanks as always, my friend. Can't wait for uh, Mo the Dog Wednesdays without Jesse. They're a highlight of the week. <laughs> they sure are. I'll talk to you then. Good guys. All right. Bye. Hey, he didn't do it. Take care. Jason. Take care. Be good. Did he hang up? Oh yeah, he did. He didn't say take care. Be good. Whoa. Oh, because he I'll knows you guys it. haven't been good today. I'll say it. Okay, guys. Take care. Be good. Yeah, that was. It wasn't that, the same. that was necessary. I tried my best. Take care. Be good. <laughs> <laughs> Go grab a drink. Tell me, sent you at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. The Horseshoe Bar is the best. The Sizzle, Swizzle, Swirl Happy Hour is the best kept secret in Madison. Go tell Lee and the team. ESPN Madison sent you at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. Matt Hamilton, Alex Strofe, Molly Brand with you for a few more minutes. We'll wrap it up next. It's Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. 
You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, tell me that you've had enough of our love, our love. Just give me a reason, just a little bit's enough. Just a second when I broke it, just bend. Killing it, Molly. Hey, keep going. <laughs> this was like my dream. Wasn't this everybody's dream to be a singer at thanks, one point? Thanks to Jason Wilde, who joined us on Don't deny it. Uh, Until a I lack started of talking, sleep yes, after I had a seeing dream of singing. Pink last night at American Family Field. I still think I will be a singer. I've always wanted to be a rock star. I want to tour the country. I think I could have a good onstage presence, but I just can't sing. I'm terrible voice. Aren't you a drummer? Yeah, let's start a band. You're a drummer? I mean, I played drums for like a decade. When's the last time you picked up the sticks, bro? Oh, I've I've noodled every. I'll probably noodled. Yeah, it's <laughs> noodled. That's like how uh, the catfish. It's fishing. like what they say to like people on like a saxophone or a horn. Like you just jump on it and you're noodling or, ah. or a guitar. It's just like I'll dabble. So I'll, I'll if I come across a drum set, I'm gonna s- sit in and try. But my chops are gone. Fair enough. Uh, I don't think it would take very long to get good enough to like play in a band, though. Keeping rhythm and beat, that's something oh, you we'll don't figure forget. That out. I can do that. We'll figure that out. Alex Strofe, Matt Hamilton, Molly Brand with you for about another minute or so. So interesting stuff on the joint practices, which start tomorrow in, in Green Bay between the Patriots and the Packers. Now, remember, just last Thursday, uh, yeah, last Wednesday, excuse me, the Packers and the Bengals had a joint practice, which ended up in Elton Jenkins, the star guard, left guard of the Packers, getting ejected for getting in a fight, um, which happens the, the a, old it's, punch the helmet. It move. happens a lot in joint practices because there's no punishments that come from that. So I'm, I'm curious when you have a uh, essentially a general well, like no Bill lean, Belichick. There's no like league sanctioned punishments. Correct. Like the Packers correct, can punish correct. him. Or, uh, but with with like a general like Bill Belichick around, do we expect any flare ups over the course of the next two days? Oh, there's going to be for nah, sure. He runs a pretty so? tight ship. I don't. I don't think he's going to let that fly. I'm not yeah, saying that if, it's just if from. There's going to be some issues. It's probably going to be on the Packers side because Bill Belichick's not letting those guys. If they do, they're off the field immediately. That's how I feel. Um, yeah, but you don't what, you think that that's the, pro- the approach that Matt Lafleur is going to be taking too? I'd, the I'd way be, Matt Lafleur talks to about Jordan Love, I do not think he's going, and I don't think he. Ha- Commands the locker room the way Bill Belichick commands his locker room. If, if I was a player, I would be afraid to throw a punch in front of Bill Belichick. Yes. That's how I feel. Big thanks to Jason Wilder for joining us and Ryan Wollershaw. I'm running the show. The three of us back at it tomorrow with the catch golf outing. We'll talk to you then. Matt Hamilton, Molly Brown, Alex Struff. Talk to you tomorrow. Peace. See ya.